The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 5th of March, 2022. I'm your host, Bad Billy. Got a great show lined up for you. Yes, indeed, as always. In just a little bit, you're going to hear a conversation that I had with Colonel Chris Wyatt. Some uh, new laws being made in South Africa, and uh, yeah, we got to talk about that. Second hour, joined by Dirk Don, some stuff going down. And uh, we're going to hit the bashing zone with Dirk Don. Yes, indeed. Third hour, I'll be joined by the icon Stephen James for the Steve Solution. Continuing our discussion about the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Before we get to any of that, I want to cue the first song of the show. This is Gears by Dry County. I'll be right back with Colonel Chris Wyatt right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio. Better hope now. 
seeker rocking out to the station i hear you you're probably even sipping on a drink right now an average blah blah drink in a can or bottle one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you i'll bet you want something different don't you something more take your shot with cold cock whiskey the best whiskey anywhere why because it's different from other liquors cold cock whiskey is herbal whiskey 100 all natural herbs blended with aged american whiskey no more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there worth more than you. And I'm not talking about money. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. You can lead a horse to water, but Sarah Jessica Parker prefers gin and tonic. Ooh, is that Mr. Holland? Yes, please have a seat as we review your Hofax. Freedom of speech Which means no one, no one, no one can stop you. Stop you. Can stop you from expressing your thoughts, sharing your feelings, speaking your mind. I can say whatever I want, whatever I feel, whatever needs to be said. That's what freedom of speech means to me. To me. To me. To, to us. us. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, McCormick Foundation, and this station. 
So you go into your sporting goods or firearms store to get that gun and ammunition you've been wanting to buy, only to find out that the store doesn't have it. Worse yet, the shelves are bare. They're empty. Ugh. Well, that's why there's GunBroker.com. You want it? GunBroker.com's got it. Guns, gun parts, ammo, ammo storage, reloading equipment, binoculars, scopes, sights. Did I mention guns? Pistols, rifles, handguns, shotguns, machine guns, paintball guns, archery supplies, tools, jewelry, watches, even musical instruments and gear. Yes, GunBroker.com has those too. I'm telling you, they have it all. There are even auctions where you can bid on certain items. The folks at GunBroker.com know their stuff. They've been in business for over 20 years with over 6 million happy registered users. Why not become one of them? GunBroker.com. Go there. Check it out. Register today. It's 100% free. GunBroker.com. GunBroker.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliated with My Patriot Supply. Are you prepared for the next unplanned emergency? As we speak, inflation is rising and the grocery store shelves are stocked less and less every day. The time to prepare is now. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com, visit the store section, and click on the My Patriot Supply banner and purchase yourself some buckets of delicious gourmet food with a 25-year shelf life. You can also purchase other essential supplies you can use during times of unplanned emergencies. Supplies such as the Alexa Pure water filtration system, first aid and medical supplies, solar power supplies, and much more. Again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Visit the store section and click on the My Patriot Supply banner. Don't be left in the dark. Get yourself and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency today. I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Gears by Dry County. And now it's time for Outlaw Radio World News with special guest Colonel Chris Wyatt. Here we go. Outlaw Radio World News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio World News. Once again, I am joined by Colonel Chris Wyatt, retired, of course. How you doing, brother? I'm fine, Billy. What's the word, man? How you doing? Doing very well, thank you. Oh, man. As uh, chaos continues to erupt between Russia and Ukraine, have Sounds like uh, the ANC has taken another step towards becoming uh, full totalitarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely got their full fascist mode. It's, it's definitely. Uh, I'm waiting for Anstrom and the stormtroopers, the the Stormabteilung, to hit the streets. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think what you want to talk about here is this uh, new law that came into effect on March 1st, just three days ago. This is something I reported on previously. President Ramaphosa signed the Films and Publications Amendment Act uh, in February, and it went to effect on March 1st. Now, this is a really, really scary thing. And, and for your audience, I don't know if people realize what's going on here, but basically, uh, let me just put it in, in, in terms that make the most sense to everybody. Basically, the African National Congress, the ruling party in South Africa, has deemed that they're going to take a body, which is kind of like our Motion Picture Association that rates movies here in the States and says PGR, you know, all those things, you know, G ratings. 
They've taken a body like that and they're turning into a bureaucratic organ with the force of law and the ability to penalize people and criminalize their conduct. Now, what am I talking about? If you make a motion picture in South Africa and you publish it there and run it in theaters, it has to go through this body and they look at it and go, oh, no, no, too much nudity, too much profanity, too much violence. That's an R-rated movie. That's a G-rated movie or whatever their terms are similar to that. What this body will now do is anyone who creates any video content on social media, which would be TikTok or YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of these platforms, you're now considered a content producer for films. And you must submit all your content to this body for review and approval before you can publish it. Now, first off, it's not enforceable. Every day, thousands of South Africans produce tens, if not hundreds of thousands of videos, whether it's, you know, someone dancing around half naked on TikTok, or it's somebody actually recording something of value online and publishing it. Not to mention live streams. You know, are they going to use this uh, rule to interdict the state broadcaster every time they do news? No, you can't do live news because we haven't reviewed it for content yet. So see, that's why it's not going to be enforceable. But the scary part is, and I can tell you specifics of this when you go further in the conversation, but the scary part about this, Billy, is that is that this will be used just like expropriation without compensation. Should that ever become the law of the land, which is something they desperately want to accomplish, it will be used as a cudgel to damage political opponents. It will be used by the government of the day, which today is the ANC, Anytime you have the audacity, the temerity to speak out against the government and its failures or its incompetence or its corruption, you will become a target. With expropriation without compensation, people have got wrapped up in the wrong argument. And I've been telling this the whole time it's been on the table. Expropriation without compensation is not about taking farmland from farmers. Sure, that's part of it. But the bottom line is it's all about power. So let me give an example. Let's say I live in South Africa. I don't own a farm, but I have a house and I have a car and I have jewelry and I have stocks and bonds and a retirement account. If I start reporting on the South African ruling party and complain about them and it gets their attention, maybe a little knock on the door. Mr. Wyatt, I understand that you've been broadcasting things that we don't like. Well, it's free speech. Well, yeah, it's free speech, but um, we've taken possession of your stock portfolio. What do you mean? Well, it's the law. We can expropriate that on the basis of redistribution of income to fix the past inequities in apartheid South Africa. It's our right. That's what the law is. It's legal. And that's how it'll be used. That's what will be done with this. Just like the McCain-Feingold law on campaign finance reform, which unfortunately took, which I consider to be unconstitutional in the U.S., McCain-Feingold limits your ability and my ability to contribute to political candidates. But it allows dark money to come in from, from Soros and from Zuckerberg and even from things on the right. They flood campaigns with billions of dollars distorting our politics, while you and I could go to jail if we give a dollar too much to a political candidate that we support. And the proof in the pudding of this is that has only been used once to prosecute an American. And that, of course, was Dinesh D'Souza, a person of color, a brilliant American conservative, came here and has succeeded beyond his wildest dreams. But the Obama administration targeted him with that law, but they didn't charge Rosie O'Donnell with violating that law, despite the fact she publicly admitted she did it several times. So much like that abuse for political purposes, the same two piece of legislation, the expropriation of that compensation is gone for the moment, but they're trying to resurrect it. That piece of legislation and this one will be used to go after opponents of the regime. That's why it's dangerous. They won't go after, say, a racist black nationalist in South Africa who advocates killing farmers and post that video online. They won't go after that person, but they will go after someone who criticizes the NC. That should scare everybody. Yeah, you know, that's very scary. I mean, um, you know, 
And what should be of concern is what uh, I've been saying quite a bit. John B. Wells has said God knows how many times. What happens in South Africa, the U.S. often follows. So, I mean, as much as I've, I've heard people, you know, back before my Twitter got struck, you know, they were telling me, quit worrying about what's going on in South Africa and, wor- and worry about what's going on in our own soil. It's like, you do not understand. It's like there, there is a pattern that goes on here. Um, you know, where did all this tearing down statues start? South Africa. Yeah, where did all this free education at university level start? South Africa, fees must fall. Where did all this systemic racism start? South Africa, systemic in America. Well, you know, I will give the folks in South Africa credit. America does have systemic racism. We've had it for decades. It's called affirmative action. Giving people advantage based on their skin pigmentation is a vile and repressive measure, which ought to turn everybody's stomach. Yes, yes, you know, so... Just watch for this because you've already heard uh, creepy, sleepy JoJo say no, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. So what's he talking? He was mainly at that time when he said that he was referring to the Second Amendment, which uh, I'm keeping my guns and he can kiss my ass. But, uh, you know, believe me, they're going to target the First Amendment, too. Well, it's funny you say that because in principle, I'd agree. No amendment to the Constitution is, 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 is what did you say? What, what absolute. You, that, absolute. That's like, absolute. But they are sacrosanct. They are sacrosanct. And you, you don't willy-nilly even broach the topic of amending the Constitution unless you're serious. Frankly, some of our amendments after the Bill of Rights are just ludicrous. You know, giving 18-year-olds the right to vote, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. But prohibition in the constitution was ridiculous. The repeal of it was a remedy to fix that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the bill of rights should be sacrosanct in everybody's mind. It took 2,500, 2,600 years of feudive efforts at democracy across the globe, starting in ancient Greece to the modern era before we finally got to a system that we didn't perfect, but we came darn close to it. The founders were among the most brilliant people. People take for granted just how fortunate this nation and the world is that that collection of those people at that moment in time were gathered and had the foresight and the desire and put themselves and their lives and their fortunes and their fame at risk to achieve what they achieved. Never in history have we had so many brilliant people at the same time. And what I'll say about that is not just the Federalists, but the Anti-Federalists as well. They were brilliant people, whether you like them or not. They both made good arguments. And of course, we want a federal system, thank goodness, and a brilliant constitution that has never been topped in the history of humankind. And these people just want to destroy it. Oh, the Electoral College, it's, it's, it's outdated. No, you don't know anything about politics. So shut up and go back in the corner and take a civics class. <laughs> you know, and it makes me wonder, this law that the, that uh, they're, they passed in South Africa, how far does it stretch? I, I was thinking about, oh, maybe I'll get my get my friends uh, who I, I know talk about this, but I, it's like, no, I could get them in trouble. If they appear on this, uh, on, that's aired here in the United States, but, uh, you know, it's accessible anywhere in the world. So A and C agents can knock on their door and say, were you on this American podcast? Blah, blah, blah. You're, you're under arrest. I, you know, I didn't want to risk that happening. No, well, it only applies to things produced in South Africa. So, for instance, 
uh, my challenge here is talking about South Africa. They have no reach. First off, even if they tried to reach, they, they have no jurisdiction over us. And where U.S. IP address is produced in the U.S., they can't do anything about it. We can talk about South Africa until the cows come home. All they could possibly do is try to block the IP address from YouTube, and that's not going to work. So that's the first thing. Um, now, if you go to South Africa and you live stream from there, you could put yourself in trouble, which is what I plan on doing in my trips to South Africa. So this has to be resolved. Or when I go to South Africa, there'll be no live streams. I'll just record things and then have to produce them back in the States. You know, that's just crazy. So uh, it's, it's, it is, it is. And, and, and I don't think people appreciate it. Now, I've mentioned this several times on my program recently, Billy, uh, just how serious this is. And this is related to this because the government will use this as an excuse to say, well, you're, you're producing misinformation and you didn't send it for review by our censors. Who are your censors? Joseph Goebbels? You know, come on. But uh, here, when I was on a flight to Orlando last week to go to CPAC convention down there, there's a nice gentleman. He's about 10 years older than me. He was on the flight and he was asking me questions. We're talking about things. And, and it came up. He said, well, let me offer a counterpoint. I said, sure. He said, well, why shouldn't the government have the right to stop misinformation? Which, of course, my first question to him was, could you define misinformation for me? Would that be, for instance, a certain member of the National Institutes for Health telling you something about facial coverings that proved to be untrue? And that's all I'll say to keep you from getting in trouble. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a government representative. Who decides what misinformation is? That's, that's a very slippery slope. Uh, you know, we have free speech. So there was a time in this country when somebody said something outlandish, you just laughed at them or, you know, they didn't draw an audience, you moved on. But now opinions are deemed to be dangerous to national security. You know, the Department of Homeland Security has declared that people exercising their free speech, raising legitimate questions about the conduct and the veracity of information from this government undermines our national security. How ludicrous is that? Most of this country was sleepwalking in February when the DHS issued a bulletin saying that domestic terrorists are law-abiding citizens who are exercising their First Amendment rights to free speech. That's insane. And that's what's happening in South Africa. They're not saying that, but this bill, this bill limits your ability to have free speech because let's just put to perspective. Billy, let's pretend I'm in South Africa, okay? I do two live broadcasts per day. I produce videos every day. This week, I produce six or seven videos. All of those videos right now would not be online because they'll be sitting for some incompetent bureaucrat waiting for them to review them. Even if they don't disagree with it and they squelch it, they wouldn't get around to it for three weeks. By then the events are overcome. They're of no value. I'll get zero views, zero notoriety, zero impact on trying to spread the word about what's happening. This is an attempt to squash the enemies of the state. A state that must resort to censorship is not a legitimate state. Ottawa, a state that must resort to censorship is not a legitimate state. Pretoria, a state that must resort to censorship by going on the platform of the White House press rooms and Peppermint Patty says the tech titans are not doing enough to censor misinformation. That is a violation of the Constitution, an attempt to coerce and collude with the tech companies to censor speech that the government doesn't have the ability to do. This is a high crime, not a misdemeanor. And the fact that nobody in the media is even talking about Jen Psaki and Joe Biden calling for tech companies to censor free speech is disheartening. Where are the patriots, Billy? Where are the patriots in this country? I spent 36 and a half years in uniform supporting defending the Constitution so any idiot can say whatever they want short of something that's a crime, like shouting fire in a crowded theater, that's a crime. But to have free speech, for what? To come back to a country that's been overrun by communists and socialists and disgusting, vile state apparatchiks who seek to suppress speech? Am I in Moscow or am I in Pennsylvania? 
I am confused. Yeah, I'm confused too. And uh, you you asked, oh well, who is it that can that calls out misinformation? Well, obviously, one person who's being taken somewhat seriously, I guess is someone that I used to really enjoy listening to. Now he can go to hell for all I, I care, and that is Neil Young. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay, Billy. I went to a Neil Young concert as a freshman at Ohio so, University so, in, 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 in I, 1980. Or 80, I'm not going to say the year. I was a freshman at university, and I went... It was right after his trans album came out. And we thought I was going to do Harvest and all this stuff. And, you know, it was the early 80s, and I was there. 9,000 people in the Convocation Center in Athens, Ohio, at Ohio University. And I was, I was excited. It wasn't my first concert. Michael Stanley Band was my first, but this is another one my freshman year. I went there... And, uh, you know, I've never done drugs, but I'm pretty sure I got a contact buzz from the, the vast amount of fumes from <laughs> marijuana that was being smoked in there. Uh, but that aside, which gave me a headache, I don't know why people spoke that stuff, but that gave me a headache. But Neil Young started into his trance album. I was like, what the heck is this? And that wasn't well received, if you recall. So I, I, that was the end of Neil Young for me. I've never listened to him since 1982. So I, I appreciate you listening to his music, but he can get stuffed. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I too, uh, and I, my freshman year, went to a Neil Young concert in uh, California, and uh, it was an out, outdoor event, and um, see, Tracy Chapman was there, Elvis Costello, Edie Burkell. Was, that was a little bit later than when I went then. <laughs> 19, 1990 is when it happened, and uh, but I was in the same situation as you, joints being passed around, you get a contact eye, you know, I was, yeah, it was, that was uh, my... St- a uh, gift for my 16th birthday was to get to go to that show. And it, it, it was a fun show, but, but you know, Joe Rogan, you, you listen to him, obviously, you know, him and I both big time UFC fans, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, Joe Rogan says a lot of things that uh, some that I agree and some that I disagree, but he, you know, he exercises his freedom of speech and he gets up there and he says, Ivermectin works. And he says hydroxychloroquine works when you got COVID. Oh no, that's misinformation. You must get that jab. You know, and, and now they're trying to censor Joe Rogan. Then they go, well, let's let's dig some skeletons out of the closet and see how many times he said the N-word. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's that's okay. Look, that's that, that whole thing was ridiculous, too. First off, it, it's, you know, it's like Epstein. Hollywood knew who Epstein was. They were all in collusion until somebody finally had enough and they, they managed to get the right people to get the word out. And suddenly Epstein was, was cancer. It was always cancer. Uh, but the problem is that um, they were all involved in it. So it's the same thing here. Joe Rogan used that term many, many years in his comedy routine. He used it over and over again. It's not a term I use. But to dig up what he said, he was the darling of. Now they're going after what's that guy? Um, uh, what's the? Oh gosh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Yeah, they're going after Russell Brand. The guy is not a conservative, let alone a right wing guy. He's left the center, and because he said something they don't agree with, they go after him. These these people are such frauds on the left. They are such total frauds. The moment you don't toe their line, they go after you. They eat their own, and that's why I tell people how you ever got to the left is beyond me. Because it's not free speech. They don't care about people of color. They don't care about civil liberties. You know, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the American Criminal Liberties Union, where were they when they locked up the shaman for five months? By the way, if you looked at the shaman before January 6th, you would have said, this guy's some kind of weirdo lefty. He's like into new age stuff, right? He's not a conservative. 
And he wears a, this horns with Buffalo on. There you go. He's like, he's thinks in the sixties, but where's the American criminal liberties union when he is locked up under inhumane conditions for five months in solitary confinement for a misdemeanor for delaying an official proceeding. And he got 41 months in a federal penitentiary. Meanwhile, the jackasses, the clowns, may have to edit that out. The clowns. <laughs> oh, no, it's uncensored. <laughs> All right. Well, the jackasses who beat on the doors of the Supreme Court during the Kavanaugh hearings broke into the Supreme Court, sat down in the center in the foyer, and they put their arms and linked them and sang songs and disrupted the Kavanaugh hearings. We're not charged with a crime. They've not been prosecuted, let alone considered a felon and sent to a federal penitentiary for 41 months, destroying their life. This is insane. People need to wake up. This country was founded on certain concepts. And they've all gone out the window under this corrupt cabal of a uniparty in Washington, D.C., which is full of about 400 scumbags and 135 patriotic Americans doing their best, mostly in the Republican Party, a handful of the Democrat who have been disappearing of late, but a handful on that side trying to save this union. And I cannot believe how people surrender their liberties and believe all the garbage that comes out of Peppermint Patty's mouth. I mean, yeah, yeah, and... There's actually somebody in your neck of the woods who I utterly despise, mind you. He's, I think he's somewhere in the Philadelphia area, but... Um, Larry Krasner? Uh, no, he, no, you wouldn't know him, but uh, he, he does work in radio. He calls himself Tony D, and yeah, he's he's got a YouTube video out there dedicated to me, but that's okay. He, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm his God and he wants to worship me, by all means... Well, I don't like Larry Krasner. Larry Krasner is the uh, district attorney in Philadelphia who is releasing hardened criminals and murders and rapists back in the streets and who are overwhelmingly the victims of the crimes that they commit when they've been released. Black Philadelphians. Yeah. And he's just it's leftist Soros funded clown car show. Yeah. So many of these idiots out there. It's just, you know, it's crazy. And and as you said, you know, and Jobby Wells says there are parallels between South African America. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, the formation of these countries had similar trajectories in many respects. Also, we have this um, legacy of difficult, if not shameful, race relations at times in our history. So we share that with South Africa. There are differences, but this unbridled enthusiasm, the sense that anything can be accomplished, self-reliance, faith, God, and flag, all of that plays a role in South Africa, plays a role here. And by the way, that's across all ethnic groups in South Africa. People think that's just like the Trek boars, the Afrikaners. No, it's also the Tswana and the Venda and then the Bele and the Zulu and the Kosa, all these groups that this is, there's an element of that in their society and culture. And it's the same in America. There are parallels, but uh, yeah, all these events that have happened, you know, fees must fall, free education. You know, Bernie said, only got two pairs of underwear and now I'm going to give away free education for all the university students. Shut up. Shut up, Bernie. Feel my burn, Bernie. You are a socialist leech on the bum of the society. You've been suckling off the taxpayer for 40, 50 years. Guy never held a single job. Hey, all I got to say is anybody who goes on holiday on honeymoon in the Soviet Union is somebody I can't take seriously. And that was Bernie Sanders. So, no, it's quite frightening of these parallels between the two countries. I mean, and if you really want to look at, you want to talk about socialism, I mean, you talk talk to Cubans that live here in the U.S. and you wonder why uh, these are Cubans are considered people of quote unquote color, but yet they're conservative, and they're they're for free market capitalism. Gee, they lived under a socialist regime under Castro. Do you think they enjoyed it? 
Now, and it's not just Cubans. We have hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans in this country now who fled Venezuela, who know exactly what it's like to watch a society be destroyed by socialists. Absolutely. So we, we've got plenty of Venezuelans. I've interviewed a, a, a Venezuelan on my channel, a student who is a conservative, who is appalled by this shift that we had a couple of years ago towards communism and socialism. You know, the, the likes of uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley, and, and you know, um, you know, drawn on eyebrows, uh, Pelosi, you know, she is, she's pretending to be a leftist too now. She's just an opportunist, a incredibly wealthy opportunist, mind you, from her service in Congress, but that's a whole other story. Now, it's, 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 I, I don't know, Bill, what happened to this country, man? Oh. Look, I I would say that we're we're all responsible because we were asleep at the wheel. Let that these these vile leftists take control of our universities first. Then they took control of our our secondary and primary schools, and then they took control of our corporate boards. And the list goes on and on. Now. I think we're all culpable, but I'm going to take a free pass because I spent most of the last 23 years overseas. <laughs> so I'm not entirely to blame, but, but I think we all fell asleep and, and you wake up and your country is robbed. I mean, we have parents being investigated by the FBI because they dare to stand up and question this socialist, racist, critical race theory in a PTA meeting. It's a parent teacher association meeting and they're addressing the scoreboard, the school board. So, well, yeah, or, or the scoreboard, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, and I know you interviewed my good buddy, Mike Miller, and I thank you for doing that, by the way. You know, he was not allowed to go into a public school board meeting without wearing his mask. And they say, okay, well, if you don't want to wear a mask, you got to pr- provide all your uh, medical history. It's like, and when, when the hell do they have the right to well, have- Right. They don't have a right. There's If they're a government official, there's a HIPAA federal regulation which bars them for asking for that stuff. That's a criminal offense if they're a government official to ask for that stuff. And that, that law doesn't just apply to federal officials. It applies to state and local officials. You can't, as a government official, ask people about their medical status. That's ludicrous. That's absolutely crazy. You know, it's... it's gosh, you know... I, so you, if you notice this, Billy, if you notice that there's been virtually no news coverage of Johns Hopkins study on the ineffectiveness of mask wearing, <laughs> 70,000 pieces of data they have involved in this. This is an extensive no. study they did for months on end. And they basically came to the conclusion that if it had any impact, it was less than two tenths of 1% reduction in fatalities. Given that those exposed to the virus, only two tenths of 1% are dying from it, then the number they would have saved is two-tenths of that two-tenths of 1%. So a fraction of a thousand percent of people. So we're talking a few dozen or maybe a couple hundred people might not have died because people wore masks. And for that, we destroyed our children. They don't know how to learn how to communicate. People don't understand. And I said this at the outbreak of this, when the stupidity was out there to put masks on, children have to look at nonverbal communication as they mature, as toddlers, as they grow up. If you don't have the ability to see someone's face, you don't read them properly. We are going to have a generation of maladjusted adults who don't know how to communicate and don't understand empathy and will be a danger to the society or maladjusted. Not to mention the kids who were kept out of school for a year and didn't learn to read and write because they tried to put them on Zoom. You know, at the age of six, if you're learning to read and write and you don't learn to read and write then, you don't lose a year. You lose several years. You are developmentally behind all of your peers who come behind you. This is just absolutely a crime against humanity. What has happened with the political abuse over a real situation that was wildly blown out of proportion. And we've seen the lies, not to mention the stupidity. Who in the right mind takes people who are infected with a deadly pathogen and puts them in a place where the most vulnerable people are? Nursing homes. 
I mean, I don't know if people are pay, keeping score here, but nursing homes are full of old people who have type 2 diabetes and cancer, tuberculosis, leukemia, high blood pressure, hypertension. Even, They're in bad shape. Why would you put sick people in there, you morons? Murphy, Andrew, Gropa, Gropa Moment, Cuomo, and Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, first off, you know, it's, it's the things that have changed over the past 10 years. It's like I actually used to enjoy going to San Francisco when I lived in uh, Center, California, when I was a teenager. And so, I, you know, I'd go to the wharf, whatever. Now, I don't want to have to, I don't want to go there. I mean, not only is it uh, liberal prone and so high in crime, but, uh, gee, do, do I want, I'm now a foster parent of a little boy. And do I want to hear him ask me the question, why is that man over there pooping on the sidewalk? You know, well, and, and, and that's you're not embellishing. Listen, I went there in 2018 for the Rugby World Cup, the Sevens Rugby World Cup. And uh, first off, it's a very expensive city. I hadn't been there in 30 years. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. Now, 30 years ago, I, I was able to stay at the Presidio of Monterey. It was still military and they had space available and I could stay for like 25 bucks a night back then. So I could afford that, but I couldn't afford hotels. So I went there and I went to book hotels and it was $450 a night on a weeknight for a Hilton property. Not, not the Hilton, but a Hilton property. A Hampton Inn. So I wound up staying in the Hampton Inn, but I had to surrender a few hundred thousand of my of my um, my my points from my account, and I managed to stay there. It would have cost me twenty two hundred dollars to stay in hotels for the nights I was there for the Rugby World Cup. I don't have that kind of cash sitting around. I'm not Bill Gates, or apparently Anthony Fauci, who makes four hundred thousand dollars a year. But anyway, on the taxpayer dollar. So so I did that, and then I was able to find a really decent cheap flight by being inflexible and taking a risk of a cancel and all that. And I, I flew out there. And I didn't get a car. I just took the train up and I stayed there. But I get to San Francisco and I can't, I'm restless. I can't sleep. It's the first night. I've traveled across the country. You know, I'm three hours ahead, but I'm off kilter. So I, I check in my room. It's nice. It works. Beautiful. It's right downtown, the center of, of, of San Francisco. It's only, I don't know, six or so blocks from the stadium. So I go out and I walk out the door and I'm accosted by a toothless prostitute who's strung out and um, trying oh. to hit me up, hit me up. So uh, but before I get to the prostitute, I'm walking and I see a bunch of movement off about you know, a hundred yards to my left. And I look over there in the dark and I see what looks like rats or cats running around. I just kind of disregarded. Then the prostitute came out and sorry, sorry lady. And I, I got around her. I went to the corner. I'm standing at the intersection and there's an old bank building there. And in front of it, a bunch of these little bushes that are trimmed nicely. I'm like, oh, that's a lovely old building. You know, it must've been a historic bank at some point. And the light's taking forever to change because I'm not going to jaywalk. I mean, even though there's no traffic, I'm not going to jaywalk. So I'm standing there and, and I look over and I see movement and I see a rat the size of a house cat. I'm like, oh, and so I start staring. All of a sudden, it was like a whole bunch of rats came out. They came out from the bushes because there was no movement now. They didn't hear anybody moving. So they're running around. It's like 40 rats. Like, oh, my God. I mean, this is like right down the street, 100 yards from my hotel, not even that far. So I turn across the street because light changes, and I walk across, and there's a guy dropping his trousers at like 1130 at night, drops them, and he takes a dump right there on the sidewalk. Oh, my God. And so yeah. I go to I go to go avoid him and swing to the left. And I look down. There's hypodermic needles laying there in the street. I'm not embellishing. I'll take a polygraph. This is a true story. I don't. And that doubt. was my that was my introduction to San Francisco in 2018. That's how far the leftists have let that city fall. San Francisco was a beautiful city. It was a gorgeous city. Uh, I was there one month before the earthquake in 1989 because I was headed to my intelligence uh -huh. officer basic course. And one month before, and I love San Francisco. It's a great place of his. The people were interesting. Even though it was run by leftists, it was still a decent town. And now it's just a total third world disaster. And, and, yeah. and it's all the result of bad politics. Um, by the way, I felt that earthquake. I wasn't exactly in uh, 
near the Bay Area, but uh, still where I was at, uh, the San Joaquin Valley, I still felt that earthquake. But I bet yeah. you did. That was a brutal one, too. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't quite as bad where I was, but uh, I wasn't near the epicenter. Um, no, but uh, more to the point, though, because uh, we got to wrap it up here quickly, is South Africa is passing a law that uh, is is just a direct low blow to free to, to free speech. End of story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, well, it, they're not passing. It's passed. It's law now. Yeah, it's it's already done passed. And so I guess where South Africa goes, the U.S. follows, and we got to pay very close attention to this. this yeah, is, well, this is the, 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 sorry. Uh, no, no, I was going to say, you as a veteran, this is not what you fought for. This is not what you have taken an oath to defend against or or this is what you have taken an oath to defend against i should say this is not absolutely not what it's you, crazy this is not what you had in mind <laughs> so now this film publications board has the power to regulate all online content published in south africa not just movies but videos all online distributors are required to register with and submit all their content for classification it's insane it's absolutely insane, yes. and it's and 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 they, they if you knowingly distribute hate speech, which isn't defined, then you should be guilty of an offense. And it's just it's really frightening, folks. And it's 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 coming to a neighborhood or or a, a jurisdiction near you here in the U.S. You got to watch it. We already see it. Jen Psaki and Joe Biden urging and coercing tech titans to censor our speech because they, we disagree with the government. Watch out. It's not yes. a pleasant thing. Well, Chris, uh, we are definitely out of time, but uh, I really, really appreciate you. This has probably been the most in interesting conversation we've had yet. I seem to get a bit emotional there, and I actually love that. So, Well, it's, Billy, it's not emotion. It's passion. There's yes. a difference. <laughs> yes. But, uh, you, you know, you, you have a deep love for this nation. I mean, obviously, too, you have a deep love for the African nation, too. So, and that's that's only to be appreciated and, and admired, you, you know, your love for humanity. And, you know, freedom is a very essential tool that we as human beings need to, to prosper other than to merely survive. 100% agree with you. Yeah. Well stated. Well, why don't you once again give yourself a plug to tell the listeners where they can find you. Well, for the moment, you can still find me on YouTube. My original channel, of course, is no longer there. But uh, Chris White Africa is what you're looking for. You can also find me on Odyssey and Rumble under Chris White Africa. And I cover a lot of things. I've also started, uh, I've got another effort with if you're into rugby, you can watch Rugby Ascendant on YouTube. And then finally, on my broadcasting network, I have a new channel, which is the Global Conflict Zones. And it's listed under my name, Colonel William White, because that's my given name. But uh, just look up... Uh, Colonel William White on YouTube and the new channel, which just started yesterday, already had over hundred subscribers in the first few hours. So that was a good start. Right now, the focus on that channel is updates on the Ukraine conflict, but it will also include in the future updates on conflicts around the world and political issues like Myanmar and Sudan, things like that. So global conflict zones is what that one is. So anyway, there you go. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll have to talk more in the future. You know, we're going to. Absolutely. All right, take care. And there you have the conversation I had with Colonel Chris Wyatt. And uh, we're definitely uh, going to have to talk some more in the future. Yes, indeed. It's time for the first music set. 
Coming up, we have Ravenscroft, going to be followed by the DOC, brand new single from Jade Marie Potek, Ember's End, and another new single from New Breed and Jesse Howard. Be right back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth?
What's for dinner? Well, we have beef teriyaki with steamed broccoli and fresh cauliflower with steamed rice with teriyaki sauce. And for dessert, we have some yummy fruit and yogurt. Mmm, it's good. Why not skip the yummy, yummy, healthy bullshit and just eat some Tide Pods? They have fast-acting yummy goodness immediately after you bite them. And you won't have to worry about being hungry again two hours later. Or perhaps for the rest of your life. So stop with all the healthy bullshit and put the fun back in dinner. And join all the memes online with Tide Pods. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. If you actually do eat these, you are a dumbass. A little bit better than dope is. A brand new kid to show biz. With knowledge I persevere. But if I not do me a favor. favor. Let me in here. And we can find a rhyme to fill in space and drop the bass. With a taste of light, lyrical perfection See, I'm equipped to open your mind like a Christmas gift It's 89, the new school is needed Original, see nobody can do it like we did The deal to the seal, it's just not a trio Leo, Mayo, spin a jump like a gyro Hard, dangerous, talkers ain't know this Cut and throw wide, cause they can't hang with this Loop the break, and I take a second to rock a rhythm And stay smooth like a prism A punch out of a masterpiece is boogie enough Cause they told me it has to be a little stronger So I make not a mistake, I'm too much on the hype tip Trey Bragg I'm one in a meal hype producer, creator, maker, make it in now, but I'll do it for you later. In the mixture, Dre put his hands on. Now that's a hell of a song. I show and tell what should be told and say with conviction. If I'm a use addiction, thought that it's easier to understand. Who can do it better? No one can. 88 is gone, and he owe you a big shot to graduated. In other words, made it. So it's a new year, to start a new time. You need to know what's on my mind, so let me in Trying to think your brain is soft Words are clogged in your throat You're coughing on the bars Strip from the south Word is bar for word of mouth Sell up the nation Be into the fact that I'm the great one Until our son, no damage done Peace I dream we all dream together Thought together forever In our nation And one rise and showing no fear Yo, let me a motherfucking ear
to Tulsa and tell you right. Talladega was one hell of a time. Tijuana, when I turned 18, tried to hang my hat in Tennessee. But for me, tears for Texas and tumbleweeds. Tears for time, one on the Moses down in green. Tears for Trigger and Willie's TXC. Tears for Texas, and that's where I always be. I want some Tito's. And homemade tortillas Put some jalapenos in my margaritas Give me a sunset in the Amarillo sky Lay me in that render when I die Tears for Texas and tumbleweeds Tears for two-stepping on my And that's where I'll always be
And matter of fact, I've been addicted Went to trial, been convicted I was a young child in the system Grew up all wild and vicious But hold up, girl, just listen Before you walk away and start tripping I'm a changed man with a game plan My heart is full of ambition I couldn't see what was good for me But now I got that vision All these hard times made a strong mind And girl, I've been conditioned I live and learn how to crash and burn And many times I did just that I lost it all the time or two But I ain't trying to lose what I just got if back If you want somebody fake, you better go the other direction I ain't saying that I'm great Cause I'm a long way from perfection If you need some good love I can give you something special Just pull the trigger, baby I can be your Smith and Wesson I done been through so much pain Had to deal with my depression Watched it all burn in flames Never knew where I was heading Always been an outlaw So it really ain't no question Just pull the trigger, baby I can be your Smith and Wesson All these other guys wanna talk to you But they can't handle your glory and I ain't like these other guys, I wanna add to your story But of course it is your choice, I just hope I get that chance Don't be afraid, I don't play no games, cause girl I'm a grown ass man I've been down and out and kicked around, I'm sure they did you wrong as well I can look inside them pretty eyes, I can see you got a story to tell You going through hell with these fake men, probably make you wanna just hate me You need a blessing like amen, want something real, just say when I ain't rich at all, but I'm rich inside, I got a heart of gold and I'm down to ride with loyalty Respect and pride And what I love I don't compromise Never cross the line Cause I'm real with it When a problem comes We can deal with it And one day When it's said and done We can tell our story With a happy ending If you want somebody fake You better go the other direction I ain't saying that I'm great Cause I'm a long way from perfection If you need some good love I can give you something special Just pull the trigger baby I can be your Smith and Wesson I done been through so much pain Had to deal with my depression Watch it all Burning flames, never knew where I was heading. Always been an outlaw, so it really ain't no question. Just pull the trigger, baby. I can be your Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, hunter athletic gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection and speed battle after battle hunter athletic gear is the brand celebrating your victory hunter athletic gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies including compression pants fight shorts hoodies vests caps and bikinis they can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business visit their website at huntermma.co.za gear up and let's train What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour un 
uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax. Do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your Second Amendment rights is now. Join the Second Amendment Foundation, the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your Second Amendment rights. For more information, to join or to donate, visit saf.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliation with MyPillow. Mike Lindell supports America, and we support Mike, but sadly, him and his company have been victimized by this cancel culture. But that's not going to stop Mike from making sure you get the best sleep possible, and now is the time to take advantage of those savings. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Go to the store section, click on the MyPillow banner, and start your online shopping. Be sure to use the promo code OUTLAW and get up to 66% off your purchase. And if you act right now, you can get our standard MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98. These pillows are made right here in the USA and are washable. So again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Go to the store section. Click on the MyPillow banner and start your online shopping. But remember to use that promo code OUTLAW to take advantage of those savings. Or you can place your order by calling 1-800-652-3982. And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray products. From the Ultra 10,000 Nanograms Package to the Platinum 300,000 Nanograms Package. They're also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit keys2life.shop. That's K-E-Y-S, the number two, life.shop. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men men again. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit. Fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. Fuck shit. The shit. Fuck shit.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train, and Neutronics IGF-1, making men men again. The songs you just heard, you just heard New Breed and Jesse Howard with Smith & Wesson. Before that, Embers End with Denial. Before that, Jade Marie Patek with T is for Texas. Before that, the DOC with Lend Me an Ear. And starting off the whole set, Ravenscroft with Stand Up. All right, so in just a little bit, we're going to go to the Outlaw Radio bashing zone with Dirk Dawn. And yes, we got something good there. Before we get to that... It is time to reveal the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week this week is Florida woman Kelly Elkins. Boy, this is very similar to the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week from last week. A Florida woman arrested for exposing herself. Well, yep, we got another one. Only Kelly Elkins is a lawyer who stripped naked in a public bar. And not only that, she's she's not a pretty sight. Uh, so, you know, don't say, oh, what's wrong with that? Uh, no, no, not a pretty sight. Not somebody you really care to see naked. And <laughs> not only that, her being a lawyer, she should know better than to expose herself in public like that. All right. So, without any further ado, let's go to the Outlaw Radio Bashing Zone. You're a prick! I like to fucking suck out your eyeballs and skull fuck you! That's what I think, okay? What's the matter, Billy? I'm stupid because I'm anywhere and sissy faggot. You shut your fucking mouth, you asshole! You don't scare me, tough guy. Well, come on! Asshole! 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 That's what you are! A fat asshole! You're a sick, entitled bitch who thinks the world owes you. This is the Outlaw Radio. Bashing Zone. I made your grandfather fuck your sister in the fucking asshole while he licked your mother's asshole while she was taking a shit on your father. That's what I did. And your grandmother licked it off his belly and baked it and basted it and then served it to the whole fucking family. Where's your big comeback now, huh? Tough guy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Outlaw Radio Bashing Zone I want to welcome back Dirk Don, and of course, he's got his friend Polly with him, so I want to welcome them both. How you how you doing over there? <laughs> I'm already high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the land of uh, corn and slipknot. <laughs> and depression. <laughs> and meth. Oh my God, that's everywhere. That's- well, we have the meth capital, though. I don't know. That's debatable because I've seen a, a lot of places that have it. So, oh my God. It, yeah, it's, that's getting ridiculous, but that's another subject for another time. But uh, no, Crazy Joe has bobbed atop the cesspool again. So for those of you who uh, follow Java Fog, which is a branch of Arrogant Media, 
That's Dirk's, yep. Dirk's channel, of course. You will know that Crazy Joe was finally starting to get the shell of shows going. Yeah, that's right. If you go to W, W, <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. I, <laughs> she Makes hate, me cringe every time. Oh, she hates it so fucking much. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought it was just going to be a moment of uh, like, like a half hour's worth of him getting pissed off over his equipment, then rage quitting. But no, it, it turned out so much into this like beautiful, fiery explosion of of horse shit. I, like, what do you want to go over first, buddy? Well, first off, Joe, I'm I know you're probably going to be listening, and I know you're going to be tearing what little more of your hair you got left out. And I'm going to tell you that when you go on the air, you're going to fuck up, and one of us is going to be there when you fuck up and it's going to be documented. And boy, did you fuck up royally. <laughs> My Ravens are everywhere. You cannot, you cannot avoid the order of the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, first off I'm in the, uh, I'm in the Skype chat with uh, you and, uh, Charles Richardson, Charles has given him some advice and all, all you can hear is him having a fit because he can't, he's having audio problems. He can't figure shit out. <laughs> and so the, he decides to take a little break and then he comes back later that night. And that's when the real shit show begins. First off, Dirk, can you imagine being Joe's friend who uh, was there to try, who was trying to help him? You imagine having to deal with that. Oh yeah, like like he gets pissed off at at, at any time. He thinks that somebody might be sliding him in in the in any kind of sense here, uh, or or wronging him in some sort of way. He just flips the fuck out, and he he chews you out for for whatever. And so like I got to see him or hear him just shit all over his buddy uh live on air and it was weird it was it was fucking weird to listen to i mean i hats off to that wally dude because uh you know wally wally took it pretty well and he's like you know just fucking joe's like i'm gonna kick your ass and wally's like like don't fucking try i'll i'll beat your ass you know that's always joe's thing he's come over here i'm from new york i'm gonna beat the shit out of you you know, I've asked Joe for an address. <laughs> With how many times he's he's told me to go to go see him, and he he wants to slap the taste out of my mouth. He wants to 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 fuck me up somehow, and I, I asked him for an address, and he bitched out of it. I mean, we're talking about a guy who I challenged to a debate last summer, and he bitched out of that. So yeah. I mean that that alone tells me right there. He ain't mentally tough, and uh, I doubt he's physically tough. I mean, I don't know how strong he is, to be honest with you. I don't underestimate anybody. But, uh, you know, this it's people like this I've encountered throughout my lifetime are usually no, no bite and all bark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't have anything on us. He has... I. 
where does he go from here? What do you do? Like, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring up the the very thing that we heard that really like lit things up here just yet. But like, like when you are so unabashedly just just laying your dick out for everybody to see here, and everyone's mocking the size of it, where do you go from here? Like. He, he he wants to brag about how many views or how many hits he's getting, but he'll never come to uh, face the, the problem of like, it's because we view him as a clown. Yeah, that's just the thing too, is yeah, somebody like him will get a lot of hits and views because they're they're not people that are coming to to be his fans. They're they're people that are looking for amusement. And so he becomes a laughing stock. That's right. That's why. I mean, and still, and there ain't very many of them, or he'd have more than 19 subscribers on his YouTube channel. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly it. I mean, it's, he doesn't, I, I, okay. I, I kind of want to say that he doesn't have an actual point that he's trying to bring in. He doesn't have any kind of, um, goal to bring in other than what's been in his imagination, but he doesn't, he doesn't know in in some ways he knows what he's doing. In some ways he doesn't, he doesn't understand the magnitude of how big the internet is in the first place. Um, And you, you have to, you have to learn how to deal with people that are giving you shit that are giving you banter. If you don't learn how to do that, you're not going to get very far. No one's going to care. Uh, to to see you succeed in any kind of way, like he'll he'll just talk shit over anybody that is giving him grief, and I get grief too over my videos, um, more so in the arrogant media sense here. But like y- you get people that are shitting on what you do, it's it's gonna be a thing for everybody. Like there is there does not exist a single YouTube video that does not have downvotes. They all do. Oh, absolutely. Every single fucking one of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not to, not to get into what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. I'm not really going to get into that. That's uh, for my next guest in the third hour, because we're going to talk more about that. But, um, you know, I put up a video 10 years ago about a video of some Ukrainian kids that, uh, they're horrible, horrible human beings. And uh, the video they put out was called three men, one hammer. And it's, (laughs) that's uh, not like, you know, your typical uh, something like two girls, one cup. It's Mm -hmm. much, much worse. Well, this was, that was back from the 2010s, wasn't it? Yes. No, no, no. Sorry. The um, late aughts actually. Yeah. So somewhere around 2008, 2009, I remember that on, on uh, 7chan. Yeah. I wa- somebody told me and said, you got to look up this video. And I'm, and it's like, um, but watch, you know, whatever you had for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you know, yeah. it's, it's going to come right back up if you, if you watch it right after a meal. And so I watched it and I'm like, oh my God, this, You know, it it was just a complete shock to see something like that happening. And yes, this happened in Ukraine. And so I decided to do a response video of it. 
And uh, you can still go to my YouTube channel now, uh, BadBilly86, and you can find that old video that I did. And, um, you know, because I confused Russia with Ukraine back then, I can't imagine how they'd feel about it now. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot of the comments were, um, it's Ukraine, not Russia. It's Ukraine, not Russia, you American asshole. So I had to put up with a lot of that. And, of course, see, that, of course, would set JoJo through the fucking roof, where is, uh, you know, me is like, Okay, my fucking mistake. Sorry. You know, just brush it off. He can't fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's... I'm, I don't know if you've ever heard of the three Texas T's, but uh, it's, it's a joke I'll share with you sometime. But uh, Joe is definitely fits in of two of them. So the three Texas T's. There's F-A-R-T, which is... 90% aroma, 10% substance. There's S-H-I-T, which is 10% aroma, 90% substance. I can't figure out which one of those two Joe really uh, compares to very much. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to get into what happened that night? Oh, yeah. All right. Go, yeah, lead us off, man. So, yeah, you... What uh, we'll take it uh, at, in order as things happened. What the bigger surprise was the next thing that happened after he was off the phone with his buddy when that slimy pedophile cocksucker DJ Loud called in wanting to join forces with Crazy Joe to take down Charles Richardson. And I'm like, you slimy little bastard. And then Joe goes off uh, telling, what do you call a black person? This, of course, he's using the N-word, you know, to, telling these racist jokes. And you hear that slimy little bastard laughing at his jokes. And then, well, Do you remember, do you remember, it, it was like maybe a, a couple months ago where I, 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 we were in the group chat that we, we have with like with Matt, Jenny, and the others here. And, and I, I outright said, Joe, just do it already. Just call them the name that you're wanting to use and just get it over with. We know you want to do it. I know you want to do it. Just get it the fuck over with. Yeah, he finally did that night. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> he fucking finally did it. He was bragging about, about wanting to use the N-word for, for quite some time now. Because he thought that he was going to be protected from being, uh, from being, uh, from being a paid customer on Live Three Sixty Five, did that fucking work? No, <laughs> you know, like just because you you, you pay um, sixty bucks per month on Live Three Sixty Five, you think you have some sort of N word pass all of a sudden? No, it's not how this fucking works. No, because the people at Live Three Sixty Five aren't going to deal with a massive boycott that's going to make them lose a bunch of money over his over his $60 that they paid him. So I think they'd rather just refund him his money and say adios. Did they refund his money? That I don't know. I'm Okay. I, I mean, I think they should have from an honest point of view. However, whether they did or not, I really don't care. Well, cuz cuz they could just say, "No, you, you broke our terms." We, we, 
let you use the platform, but you went outside of the terms. See ya. They don't have to refund them at that point. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. They don't. I mean, I think it, it'd just be, I don't know, be more of a class act if they did is what I'm saying. But, yeah. uh, you know, cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to wish poverty on Joe. You know, I, I would, I would never do anything to as much of a slime bag that he is. I would never do anything to compromise his income or interfere with anything, uh, you know, financially uh, for that. For that well, that's matter. the thing. Like, like I, I am completely against the idea of life ruination. Whereas Joe was more than happy to uh, to try to call up a lawyer, sorry, call up a congressman to get a free lawyer against me. Okay, last I heard, too, defendants who can't afford a lawyer are the ones who get <laughs> who get a lawyer, not plaintiffs. Doesn't work that way. You're a plaintiff. You got to have your, you got to have your own attorney. You got to pay it with your own money. Yeah. What Joe wanted to do is essentially a slap suit, except he couldn't afford to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not only that, even if he did have the ability, he, what case on what grounds you were, you're protected by something called the constitution and what you did. Yeah. So, so no, he's got no grounds to do it, but, uh, you know, and yeah, DJ loud, loud mouth, loud fart. Oh, that fucking sleaze ball. Yeah. So he wants to do the, call out the same thing too. (laughs) Okay. So what, so what happened on, on live on air? So loud calls in and talks about wanting to join forces multiple times. And then, uh, like, like Joe repeatedly uses the N-word. Uh, Loud doesn't bat an eye. He doesn't give a shit. And then when Joe makes a comment about getting rid of the black people, he fucking agrees. And, and you expect us to think that it was some sort of, like, scheme to take him down? Because that's what, that's what Loud told me. But I'll... Who in their right mind believes them? When you listen to the context of it, like, like what did Loud, what was Loud actually planning to do here? Like, you could tell Loud was really trying to, to reel Crazy Joe in on, on the idea of joining forces. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it sounds like, you know, I don't know if he's if he really feels that way about people of color or not. He's just going to go with whichever way the wind blows that's going to suit him the best. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I think as well. So, I mean, I mean for all I know though, DJ Loud probably is a racist. I I don't I can't actually like say here are his actual mentalities, but I I can I can go based off of what I heard from, from when loud called. And of course, uh, our good buddy, Eric Pilcher calls right in afterwards and explains your, that, uh, Hey, you want to team up with a pedophile? You go ahead. Cause Oh yeah. DJ loud has already admitted and showed his papers that he's on the Michigan sex offender list dating back from when he was 12 years old. Hey, I said, maybe a racist can find some redemption but uh, when, once you touch a child, 
even at the age of 12? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, you're you're branded for life as a piece of shit after you do that. There's no redemption I, in my eyes. I still don't believe that Loud was 12 years old when he did it. I'm not I'm not convinced yet. Um, I mean, if the documentation is in front of me and I may be able to like look at it, uh, then sure, I can I can believe it. But I, I, I maybe I need to just look up the sex offender registry. And I tried I tried looking based off of his name and I couldn't find it. Um, but I'm going based off of what Loud said here, and I'm not convinced he was only 12 years old. Very well could be. Yeah, probably sometime past the age of 18. I mean, I don't care how old he was when he did it. The fact of the matter is that he did it, and he's not showing any remorse for it. He can go to hell. Well, what, what, like, you know, like, kids play doctor. Like, that's a common thing. Yeah. Like, because they're they're trying to understand the, the body. And, uh, like, if Loud is on the sex offender registry because he played, well, he uh, touched his brother at the age of 12, then shouldn't there be more and more uh, people that got, get on the registry for that? You know, yeah, I mean, who, whoever, who knows what he did, you know, like you take, you take that case back in 1994, you know, the um, I forgot the kid's name. But uh, he was a red-headed ginger kid at the age of 13 who was being horribly picked on. A poor guy was bullied. So what does he do in retaliation? He lures some uh, a much smaller kid in into the woods where he uh, sodomized him with a stick and smashed his head in with a rock. That kid is... I mean, he was arrested, put put away at 13, and he is still not out. Once he turned 18, went right to a uh, uh, an adult facility, and uh, he's been uh, brought up for parole, I don't know, a, f- a few times and denied ever since. He's been in there for damn near 30 years. Nobody's given him any redemption for the way, yeah. the way he did it. They don't give a shit how old he was. It's like, you know, you're, you're dangerous. You you did something so horrific that even as a child, there's just no redemption for it. Yeah. So, like like I said though, like it is entirely possible that Loud was 12 years old when it happened. Um, but still, still, like I I can't I can't excuse for it. Uh, I'm not when going I was 12. To, yeah. What's that? I said I'm not going to either. Yeah. Why, why would we? <laughs> you know what? But yeah, by the time I was. I was eight, nine years old. I knew better than that shit. Yeah. So, uh, Polly, did you have any any comments on this at all? No, I, uh, I'm just horrified by the whole situation. I think Loud getting involved with Crazy Joe is just what a trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how do you do that without thinking that, without realizing that, Hey, maybe people might be keeping tabs on what's going on here. Well, you know, some people aren't very smart, and uh, obviously, uh, Loud has proved that, or should I say, Mister Thomas Bennett. And uh, then, when uh, after what really surprised me, I was getting back to Eric's call. Is 
<laughs> he called, he said, you want to work with a pedophile, be my guest. Then he goes on to start cussing at Joe. And I'm like, well, cause you never hear him cuss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when I seized my opportunity. I, ca I called him from my work phone. And of course he, is this Eric Belker? You know, he can't even, doesn't even know uh, the name. Of course he can't get anybody's name right. And I start cussing him out and what does he do once he realizes it's me? Oh, shit. Uh, he took, I set a trap for him and he fell right into it. He, yeah. did, he did exactly. Uh, he exceeded my expectations. Let's just say that. He, he turned into a little rage piggy. <laughs> you know? I, <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't expect anything less at that point. I knew. I knew Joe was going to do it. <laughs> you know, and, and like you were just egging him on. Like, all right, come on now. Let's let's get the, like like grab the udders. Let's let's uh get to yanking. Let's get to milking here. <laughs> let's fill this bucket up. Keep on going, motherfucker. You know, yeah, he's you know he's calling my sister a cunt, call, calling me an in lover. And then, of course, he goes to his usual gay jokes, <laughs> which is, you know, he talks so much about that shit, like especially what he said to Robin Slim, you know, asking how many inches and do you grease it up and all that. And I'm like, wow, you know too much about this shit. So why don't you share your experience? Oh, he's so fixated on the gay shit. <laughs> and, then, and then you get Joe like randomly saying, yeah, you're pretty handsome uh, to to DJ Loud. Yeah, he and he and he also did the he did the same thing to Charles, I believe. He did this. I know he did it to Matt. It's like he's talking to Matt and text messages about his muscles. And Matt's like, oh, I I don't know what I, I almost feel like Joe's repressing something. So it's like I I'm straight. But if I go to a gay bar and and I get hit on by dudes, it feels fucking awesome. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking lie. It feels awesome. Like hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm attracted to other people like this. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel cool as shit about it. I'm not gonna go home with any of them. But fuck yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like roll around in this in this like. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll around in in the the ego boost that I'm getting here. Fuck yeah! And I'm like, not, why wouldn't you enjoy it? And I'll admit, I've walked into a gay bar. In fact, I got a very funny story about that. Is uh, I was with my girlfriend Amy at the time, and uh, we go to a gay bar because she wanted to see the drag show. She had some gay friends that were in it, and I'm like, you know, I'm 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 gonna be a good sport. I'm not gonna be a homophobic asshole. And I'm sitting there and someone comes up behind me and puts their, puts their arms around me and gives me a kiss on the neck. And I'm, oh, what the fuck's going on? Turn around. It's one of those butch lesbians that lo almost looks like a guy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that, that, of course, because it kind of creeped me out at first. I'm, then I realized it's another woman that's just fucking with me. I'm like, you know, I, that turned out to be a pretty good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's it's kind of cool how like there's there's like some some gay people out there that love fucking with straight people and like pushing the boundaries of like the the comfort level of people. That's fun. 
Like that is always fun to to see for me. Well, although like as long as it doesn't get into like a weird sexual harassment though. Like yeah. there's there's obviously limits. Yeah, and and most of them are very respectful, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they may fuck with you a little bit, but take it take it in good stride. I mean, you know, act like Joe and obviously I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the kind of like when uh Richard the joke about Richard Gear having the the gerbil shoved up his ass and he just laughed it off whereas when uh Tom Selleck was accused of being gay. He got outraged and people like, why is he so upset? It's, it's not true. It's, it's not true. <laughs> it's like, but you gotta, gotta embrace it. What, what was the guy who, uh, Oh, what's, what's the, the big conservative dude who got out out as, as, um, you talk about Alex Jones. No, not Alex Jones. I'm talking, this is recent. The dude wrote an article about uh, how he loves being a cuck. And then he, he uh, becomes a big conservative personality. And then other people are like bringing up this cuck article. Like, is this you? And he gets so fucking mad about it. And then we find out like, oh, this dude made gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it was incredible. And he's trying to like wipe the internet clean of it existing, but it's like, no, I, I'm sorry. We're all going to remember this. Yeah, just like Joe can claim over and over and over again until he's blue in the fucking face that he's not a racist, but uh, come on, somebody who used the N-word and stride the way he did, you know, or like clan members or skinheads, you know, only somebody with a lot of hate built up talks like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and you can believe me, Joe, we get bored of you. We really do. Cause you say the same shit on your YouTubes over and over again. Well, every time, every time I think that the spark is dying out and I'm about ready to move on and find something else. He does something. He he does something that that like grabs my attention. Like I, I was I was I'm still working on my my satanic temple video, which is taking for fucking ever. Jenny brought up a new topic for me to get into as well. Like I you know I gotta I gotta make more stuff besides what's happening with Crazy Joe. But like it's so interesting, and he keeps finding something new to to bring the attention to himself it's it's remarkable but so I, and, I, and I made the latest video about the the latest happenings and we haven't heard from him since he hasn't said shit and uh hey Joe if you're listening because we got to wrap this up here shortly but Joe if you're listening it's not going to matter what platform you go to one of us is going to be there you can't help it. You're too fucking stupid. You're going to fuck up and we're going to be there to document it. Yeah. And, and all that shit you did, that was all recorded. That all, that whole, that whole thing you said about my sister and the things you said to me and the jokes you were telling with uh, DJ loud, all recorded, buddy, all recorded. Yeah. And nobody's going to get rid of it anytime soon. And if you go to another platform, 
or if you try to get on somebody's station, you can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that I will be sending emails or somebody else. Well, if it ain't me, it's going to be somebody else. I will be sending them off and saying, hey, this is what you got on your platform. You might want to be careful. Otherwise, you know, you may end up with uh, people uh, boycotting or uh, protesting your ass. So, yeah, and uh, I mean, Joe, you're the epitome of what a real racist is. I'm not talking about... uh, you know, there's there's a lot people who make up racism and things like that. You actually do it. You're the epitome of it. You are the ra- you are the actual stereotype that people bitch about. Like, but then the chef's kiss, the chef's kiss out of all of out of everything that's happening here is loud messaging me because he he heard that I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to do internet blood sports with DJ Loud. And it was going to be fun. It was going to be funny. And we, and I try to set something up with them. And he tries to be the person that is making the demands and the conditions of what happens when motherfucker, no, you ruined yourself here. I'm giving you an out. I'm giving you a chance for you to explain yourself. Nobody else would really do this besides me. And and you've got you've, you've got to answer to Charles now too, and so as soon as he started tr- trying to make any kind of uh, d- of uh, demands or conditions of of how it would go down, no, I ain't having that shit. So unfortunately, I tried making it so that it would happen on Saturday instead of um, Thursday yesterday because I had the chance. To have an unguaranteed ability to talk to the insane clown posse. I'm sorry, but you you tried setting it so that it would be at 7:30 at night. Well, that's when I have to be on for the ICP stream. Yep. One thing is going to have hierarchy over another here, and I I want to talk. I want to be able to talk to my personal heroes. You weren't willing to to move it to Saturday, so sorry. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, I, I don't know if you ever watched Deadwood or not, but uh, the late Powers Booth said it said it best in Deadwood. Some people can't help but go to a cliff and jump off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dirk, we have got to wrap this up, but uh, I want to thank you very much for joining me. Uh, Joe, fuck you. You can go to hell, you racist piece of shit. Also, it- Tony D is a booger eater. <laughs> By the way, yeah, I caught that caught that picture in one of uh, Joe's videos where he, you actually see him picking his fucking nose. <laughs> yeah, Tony D also sniffs bicycle seats. Yeah. Fuck oh, you, yeah. Tony D. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you go ahead and give Arrogant Media a plug before we wrap this up? Uh, subscribe or die to both Arrogant Media and Java Fog on YouTube. Uh, Java Fog is more of like my my solo stuff compared to what Stev and I do for Arrogant Media. So if you want to see more of like the weirdos on the internet, Java Fog is is more for you then. All right, Dirk, thank you so much. Well, Polly, you Polly, you're still with us. So I'm glad you said yep. what little you did. But yep. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. Absolutely. Well, you too. Take care. You too. 
And with that said, it's time to go to our next music set. Coming up, we have a new single from Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. Be followed by Brass Tax, Forever Still, Bree Bagwell, and Bad Tempered Joe. Be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. They separate us from our neighbors and they call it social distancing. It's actually a bigger plan. It's called social conditioning. They took away our privacy. There's always someone listening. They're rigging the elections, planning riots for the citizens. The government has always lied. It's history repeating. But the problem is the schools dumb you down so you believe them. If you try to speak the truth inside a tweet, then they delete it. Whole administration Satanists who claim they praise in Jesus. Every year there's a new name for enemies that we're facing. It's Al-Qaeda, then ISIS, and now American patriots. Who would have thought those who love the country the most would be Hated on by folks who call America home Both political parties are equally just as evil They've been working for themselves, don't give a damn about the people Black, white, yellow, brown, humanity needs you Cause united we stand, divided they will defeat you The man on the news says the problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they lying to us Don't know Y'all missing what was written in them pages That was history they wrote, now you wanna change it You racist, you hate this Why you want us all to be locked up in cages I can't stand the left, everything they say is depressing Ship them to the Middle East, they can learn oppression Believe me, I mean this quite literal I love liberty, but I hate white liberals Wear a mask, stay home, complain and moan Talk about privilege on your phone In your Range Rover, Starbucks, Mango, Fufu, whatever The cloth I'm cut from can handle any weather You just paper in the rain, we ain't the same Stand for the flag, only kneel when I pray I just pray we go back to the old days Land of the free, home of the brave The man on the news says the problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they're lying to us Don't know who to believe, so in God we trust Yeah I see through all the illusions Refuse to humor rumors or accept that we're losing Easy to get caught up, consumed by the consumer Truth is so deluded, people starve off the confusion Comfort is the killer, your dreams execution Cool with persecution if I make a contribution Home of the brave look like a mental institution And there will be revolution if we can't find resolution And a threat is a promise, stand up, pay homage They tell lies, I'm being honest, test the time is upon us I know that God got us, so I'm fighting in his honor Hear the cries of the crusaders as we're strapping up our armor, either set set a higher ground or drown in a drama. If I die for what I love, then my death will be nirvana. We fighting for our freedom, don't believe what they've been feeding. Be the change you want to see, the warrior that we're needing. The man on the news says the problem is me. I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams. The world's going crazy and they lying to us. Don't know who to believe. So. God we 
don't trust the news, the government, or pharma. We just want freedom that you have that to offer. We don't want the lies, the politics, or the drama. We just want the life that was promised by our fathers. We don't trust the news, the government, or pharma. We just want freedom that you have that to offer. We don't want the lies, the politics, or the drama. We just want the life that was promised by our fathers. The man on the news says the problem is me. I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams. The world's going crazy and they lying to us. Don't know who to believe, so in God we trust. Hi, my name is Stacy Rios. I'm here to talk about Stacy's Taco. Stacy Rios Taco! Try it today. Everyone's on the diet. The new Stacy's Taco diet that tastes great and has zero calories. Who here has tried Stacy's Taco? I was never a big taco eater until I tried Stacy's Tacos. Stacy's Taco tastes great and has zero calories. I lost 25 pounds trying Stacy's Taco. Stacy's Taco will keep you coming back for more. Stacy Rio's Taco. Try it today. Break her heart 
But I guess that's how it goes sometimes Lord, take me to greener pastures Still lose my wild hair I've done my best to cow disasters Running out time there Ever since I lived by the good and the whiskey ride, I hit by day and ran by night in my tent to escape the light. I fall short as an honest man, don't even work with my own two hands. I'm coming home as fast as I can, Lord, take me by surprise.
Sometimes I swear You could cry whiskey tears Because sometimes You drink that fire like water And sometimes You skip the glass and the ice And drink it straight Like the hurting are
could cry whiskey tears Me. 
Got a hole in my pocket Don't know what to do Got a hole in my pocket Don't know what to do Try to stretch my money It ain't enough for you Left-wing community organizers and campus radicals in Idaho are still up to their dirty tricks, teaching Idaho kids from cradle to college that white people are inherently racist. Now, these left-wing nuts are taking the whole race thing to a whole new level with critical race theory. According to critical race theory, teaching children math, arithmetic, is racist. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, racist. Can you say ridiculous? Malcolm X warned against critical race theory. It's very harmful. It's wrong. And the leftist nuts teaching this stuff to our children know it. Join Idaho Freedom Action to put an end to this leftist takeover of education in Idaho. Join the fight against the teaching of critical race theory to Idaho's youngsters. Visit IdahoFreedomAction.org today. IdahoFreedomAction.org X point at night, real country dark. You look up at the sky and see everything you've been missing living in the city. You had no idea there were so many stars. No city lights, no traffic noise. You can actually hear your thoughts because you can actually think without distraction. When morning comes, the light breaks over a surreal nine square miles of unobstructed vista. And you think to yourself, this is a good place. It's quiet, it's safe, and it's beautiful. 600 steel-reinforced concrete bunkers sit on X-Point. They're 80 feet long, 26 feet wide, and have 12 and a half foot high ceilings. The price is $45,000, which is very cheap for what you get and where you get it. In times of natural or national emergency, this is the place you want to be. It's a community, not a commune, and the people there are like-minded. Send an email to brendy at arcmidnight.com and let us connect you with X-Point. X marks your spot. That's the point. Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. 
Get in touch with Chaz today and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats. That's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliation with We The People Holsters. If you own a handgun, then you know you need the perfect holster to go with it. We The People Holsters are made right here in the USA by gun nerds who are not afraid to support our Second Amendment. Whether you want Kydex or leather, We The People Holsters has just what you need. We The People Holsters is the preferred option of professionals throughout the law enforcement industry as well as those serving in the branches of the armed forces. Simply go to www.outlawradioabs.com, go to the store section, and click on the We The People Holsters banner to select the holster that's perfect for you. Don't wait. Get your holster from We The People Holsters today. As a member of law enforcement, Michael Miller fights for the individual freedom and liberty of the people of Idaho, the freedom of choice. He will continue to do so as a member of Idaho's legislature. He is fighting for local businesses to get their business licenses back. He also fights for individuals' right to medical freedom. I'm Mike Miller. People should be able to choose what they inject or ingest into their bodies, not their government, their school, or their employer. We must work together to bring back liberty and freedom in Idaho. We need to stop government mandates. We must stop federal government overreach that directly affects our lives here in Idaho. And as Idaho grows, we must encourage responsible growth and promote new and existing businesses. I'm running because I believe that freedom and liberty are fundamental to our culture and are worth fighting for. Vote Michael Miller for Idaho Legislator and make waves. Join him on social media or visit MillerForIdaho.com. From the bowels of a nondescript building in a little hick town, this is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in the mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, making men, men again. The songs you just heard, you just heard Bad Temper Joe with Hole in My Pocket. Before that, Bree Bagwell with Whiskey. Before that, Forever Still with Once Upon a Nightmare. Prior to that, Brass Tax with Guilty of a Sinner's Life. And starting off the whole set, Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun with In God We Trust. Yes, indeed. Keeping it rolling, it is time for The Steve Solution. If you have any trouble voting, they have officials there at the election site to assist if you need assistance. That's what they're there for. They cannot tell you who to vote for, how to vote, whatever. That is against so many laws, it's not even funny. And if there's ever a whiff of that, I think every vote in a particular precinct could be nullified. And certainly the participant could find him or herself doing some jail time. This is the Steve Solution with Stephen James on Outlaw Radio. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It, of course, is me, the icon, Stephen James, joined, of course, by Bad Billy himself, the head of Outlaw Radio. 
let's continue on with our well discussion from last week about the number one thing on everyone's mind, and that is obviously the new Robert Pattinson movie, The Batman. <laughs> oh, wait, we weren't talking about that, yeah. and we're not going to talk about that. Obviously, we are talking about the insanity that is Russia invading Ukraine. So a few things here. Like I, I said last time, I last time I did not say how I truly felt about Vladimir Putin. And I will say, I, I'm kind of on the neutral ground when it comes to that man. I don't like or dislike him. There, he's obviously sketchy to me. I, I do acknowledge that. But there, there's, I still stand to the fact that there is more to this conflict than what we really know. And, the, you know, the rumors of the dealings between the Biden family going on in Ukraine, there's that going on. You know, so, uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine, um, you know, there's some ties there. Plus, you, you know how old he is for a president? Um, 11 44. I mean, yeah, that, so that's Kennedy esque. Yeah, I mean, so you know, that's pretty young for a president. That's very young for a president, actually. I mean, I remember um, this one when uh, Gorbachev, the first time I heard of Gorbachev, you know why he was getting made fun of? Uh, he has birth mark? Oh, no, there's that too. But no, the, re they, the first picture I saw of Gorbachev was a drawing of him in a, in a carriage wearing a baby suit because he was only in his 50s. Yeah, I mean, you know, traditional, you know, 20th century and 21st century politics kind of dictates in order to lead a country, you really should be in your 50s to early 60s. That gives you the time and maturity to have a better view of the world. That's what, you know, polls and shit indicate. Uh, obviously, there are exceptions to that here in the U.S. I mentioned Kennedy, you know, being the youngest president ever, uh, you know, followed very closely with uh, Obama and Clinton you know, being in their 40s when they took office. And, well, we see how all three of those kind of worked out. Uh, not as great as we would like. Uh, I do actually believe that a leader does need to have wisdom. And with wisdom requires, you know, a certain number of years. I'm not going to say I'm a wise man and I'm almost 42. You're uh, 79. Fuck off. But <laughs> Just saying, you know, you do need a certain number of years underneath your belt to have, you know, true wisdom. And that's not, you know, an absolute hardcore line. There are a number of people in this world that are just very wise people at a very early age. But it's also a public thing where the public doesn't see you as a wise person 
unless you have X amount of years under your belt. So I totally understand that. And yes, uh, you know, Zelensky does seem rather young to be a leader of the country. But at the same time, I can't find any fault in the way he's led his country. Now, this whole thing, though, is um, he's basically ordered people under the age of 65 or men under the age of 65 need to enlist. And, I, you know, I understand there we have a we do have a draft in our country for a reason. But that that it right there. I mean, if uh, why technically why, speaking, we don't have a draft. We have a mandatory registration called the Selective Service for a draft. But the draft itself has not been enacted since the Vietnam War. I mean, one thing we do not we do not have that other countries do, which includes both Ukraine and Russia, is once you hit a certain age after high school, you have to enlist in the military and, and serve a couple of years or so can't even really fault that because you look at a nation like Israel and I'm a big fan of the fact that every Israeli citizen is also required to serve a certain amount of time in the military and up until a certain age and I don't know what that age is stays a reservist if you are that adamant about you know, being a citizen of a country, and I don't think it's all that different from this country. Uh, I, you know, I fully believe that a military draft is perfectly fine. I think that everyone should have to serve their country. Well, I'm and I think, and I think everyone up to a certain age should be on a reserve list in case shit hits the fan. I don't see a problem with that. Well, one thing I want to go with that is uh, for those America haters who were born and raised on this soil, yet they they think it's so god-awful to be here, those motherfuckers. Um, think, think about that. I mean, you don't have the option of joining the military. That is a choice where these other countries, yeah, you bet you, you do it. You, you have to do it. You know, so be grateful for that. It's, and the, the fact that now they basically reinstated their own draft in, in the Ukraine. See, I I just want, I want more concrete proof. I want more evidence before I start taking sides on this thing. You know, before I decide that Putin is the ultimate bad guy or Zelensky is the ultimate bad guy. You know... Until then, I don't fucking care. Fight it out. I personally, well, hey, number one, as far as this country, I mean, I hate to hold a nut job like Oliver Stone and a nut job like Scientologist Tom Cruise, but a movie that he made in uh, the late 80s, early 90s, whatever, whenever it was, there was a great line in the movie called Born on the Fourth of July in which Tom Cruise utters the line, they say if you don't love America, then get the hell out. Yep. Well, I love America. I, I clearly remember that. Yeah, I love that line. 
don't care much for the writer or the actor, but hey, what the hell? Oh. Good line's good line. As far as the ultimate good guy, the ultimate bad guy, I don't think there's going to ever be a clear, definite line. But when is there a clear, definite line that you just arbitrarily, without any kind of provocation whatsoever, invade another country? But the video, from what I understand now, uh, the video that I saw was graphic brutal and ugly it's a ukrainian couple trying to flee the country and they come what do they come across corpses that uh, supposedly now i don't supposedly have, that's the problem uh shot down by ukrainian troops not russian now and again this has not been confirmed so yeah i mean and i'm you watch i'm I don't have a link to the video. I have I have the video on my phone, and I am not going to share it. it. I only shared it with a with a small handful of people. Stephen being one of them. But uh, this was horrible to see. I agree, but the fact that this is you know as much coverage as this story is being given by every news outlet across the world, including our news outlet, because we are a news outlet. This might be an opinion show, but Outlaw Radio is a news outlet. Yeah. I don't see coverage of this, so I'm really questioning the validity of it, is all I'm saying. And right now, I'm with the vast majority of the world and I am backing the Ukraine because I see no validity and justification of why Russia is invading them. You know, why did the U.S. invade Afghanistan? We had a horrible terrorist event and the majority of those terrorists were Saudi Arabian, yes. However, they had links primarily to the Taliban, which controlled the government of Afghanistan, so we went to Afghanistan. Therefore, I understand the occupation of that country. Well, yeah, we we definitely had some business to take care of, of course, and then we turn around and go after Iraq, and to me, that war made absolutely no fucking sense. Uh, no, I, you know, we did liberate Iraq, and they are primarily in control of their own country now, and that's nice. Uh, we didn't need to go there, though. Uh, that being said, at the same time, years ago, we went into a country in Southeast Asia, and we had no business being. I don't know why we had no real interest in that country, you know, business, political, anything like that. That was America arbitrarily deciding to be the world's police, and that was done. Rumor has it, too, that uh, part of what, uh, you know, obviously we've heard so many different conspiracies about uh, JFK's assassination 
But one of the things I understand is that uh, he wanted to be done with Vietnam. Of course, it started in the late 50s with Eisenhower. And uh, it, it did in the whole conflict between you know, Laos and Vietnam and all that. And that's fine. We Nobody can give me a particular reason why we needed to be there. See, and that's what I understand is JFK wanted to get us out of Vietnam. But uh, no, there were there. I don't know what LBJ was thinking. You know, well, it's simply business. War is good for the U.S. economy. Period. I mean, that's all it is. But as far as you know, okay, why we go into this country or that country when it if it doesn't affect us? I mean, you go back, and I hate to you know back Roosevelt's dumbass on anything. But up until we were attacked in Pearl Harbor, we kept our happy asses out of fucking World War II. Yeah, we, we did. We did. You know, and then, you know, it was, wasn't too long, of course, we went into Normandy. And we, I mean, Hitler had to be, they, he did, tar- he was pl- planning on targeting America. That, oh, it, yeah, no. I don't disagree with, you know, going entering into the European conflict, especially after we were attacked by Japan. And I get the fact that if we would not have intervened, Germany probably would have won that part of the war. And where do you go after Europe? Yeah, you know, and and not only that too, but uh, I mean, obviously, some people say in World War Two. You know, oh, we got we got conflict with Japan and Germany. A lot of people don't know, but um, Japan and Germany were working together, even though they could say Hitler was all pro white for the master race. He knows just like uh, just like there's different breeds of dogs, there's different breeds of human beings, and and yeah, they made deals with Japan. The Nazis did. I mean, they, well, I mean, they, 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 and Hitler obviously made deals with the Italians and Mussolini. So it wasn't about being all white. It was about winning, which is exactly yeah. what he wanted to do. I mean, because the, the, the Germans provided, I mean, there's a specific pistol that the Yakuza uses. And it's, I forgot, it's some kind of a German automatic. And that that started with with uh, World War II when the Yakuza got their hands on these weapons because yeah they got them from Germany. Wasn't it the twenty two Luger? No, it, it it was some. It's it's a the small, long barrel one. It's it's got a long skinny barrel. Yeah. Yeah, the twenty two uh, uh, long barrel uh, Luger, I, I believe. Anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I'm just not really, I just really feel until I see more, more evidence or whatever, which I know that's, that's not really possible for me to, my, myself to see, but this, this whole deal in Ukraine, you know, I can't figure the good guys. I can't figure the bad guys. I, and I don't want any part of it. I mean, war is hell and people are going to die, and I'm sorry about that. But 
I just feel we have enough problems of our own, like that dickhead we've got in the White House right now with his administration wiping their ass with our Constitution and Peppermint Patty Pisaki and her bullshit and all that. Pelosi. No, no, Jen Psaki. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. No, they call her Peppermint Patty. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we got to focus on, I mean, Biden's like got America last, and that's the way we're fucking headed. There's t I mean, I don't want to give too much emphasis on Russia and Iraq because I want to give emphasis on our own Iraq. fucking problem. I mean, you, I mean, Russia, Ukraine. Ukraine, my, my bad. I got a little excited there. And obviously, you know, I talk on this show a lot about what's in South Africa. Do am I saying we need to interfere with what's going on in South Africa? No, but because there's such a long history now of America repeating what South Africa is doing, we need, maybe we need to watch what they're doing so we don't make the same fucking mistakes. Are you kidding? Uh, Sleepy Joe is probably going to use that as a roadmap. I mean, God, I, as I was talking with Colonel Wyatt at the, at the beginning of the show, that law that they just passed in South Africa is insane. By the way, when you were interviewing Colonel Wyatt, uh, please tell me you remembered your tombstone and... At some point in that interview, you went, all right, Wyatt, <laughs> please tell me you did that. Uh, he already makes references to Wyatt, but he's also got this long beard since he's uh, been discharged from the army that uh, they call him Gandalf now. Oh, well, then I guess you'd be... Um, yeah, I don't have a bun, though, with your beard. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I, I really want to focus what's on our own soil. And I, I want, if I want to be a part of the solution, it's cleaning up this country and worrying about what's, what's going on over here. Damn Putin and what he's doing over in Ukraine, you know, and, and Zelensky and all of them. I agree completely. And while I, you know, you know fully support the... Uh, Ukrainian people with everything they're doing. At the same time, I do not want America as part of part of that, because that leads us into World War Three. Because if we take a side and send troops in to fight Russia, then we are at war with Russia, which is bad enough. But China then is going to support Russia and North Korea with China. At that point, we are 100% into World War III. And we are going to find ourselves in a position at that point where we're going to be very much like Ukraine in the fact that everyday citizens like you and me and our listeners are going to have to fucking stand up and take arms against our opposers because they will invade our soil. And the difference between us 
and Russia and China and North Korea combined, they have a lot more people. We have better technology. We have better weapons. Yes, they have a lot more people. Yeah, I mean, China's outnumbers us, what, five to one, I think? Maybe more? Right. And I mean, you could probably break that down into a military ready fighting force, probably two to one. Hmm. But that's not military per military, that's citizen per citizen. So, our, you know, and if you break that down actually into those of us here in the U.S. that are ready to kill other people, it's probably 10 to 1. So are you ready to you know, kill 10 invaders here in the U.S.? You know, Stephen, you know what movie I decided to sit down and watch recently? Red Dawn? Uh, how did you fucking know? Because that's exactly where we're at where we are heading right now. And uh, actually recently I've watched both versions of Red Dawn. I'm now my my I'm starting to wonder were Red Dawn and George Orwell's 1984 warnings or instruction manuals. I kind of think the uh, the 1984 was um, obviously used Heavily is an influence on the scripts for for both Red Dawns. Yeah, but absolutely, yeah. No, uh, you know we're going if we you know do not stay out of this conflict. And the fucked up thing is, even though we have no place in this conflict, if that fucking retarded moronic, Alzheimer's-laden asshole in the White House and his incredibly woke vice president have their way. I mean, our troops are already on high alert. You know, everybody's being recalled from leave and being set to go there everybody's on standby steven let me ask you something where is your personal defcon level sitting right now mine what? mine's at three what is the uh I'm, and heading towards I'm two i'm sorry i'm suffering from lack of sleep at the moment uh what are the uh defcon levels again uh Five to one, one being we're ready to launch nukes. Mine set right. mine mine is sitting at three, heading for two. John B. Wells saying DEFCON one. Right. Uh I'm actually with John on that one. Um mostly because we have, you know, a complete and utter moron in the White House. And I'm gonna use a word that nobody likes to use anymore, and everybody's woke and if you want to send me an email, you do it at the Steve Solution or, uh, yeah, the Steve Solution at gmail.com and bitch me out there. But I'm going to agree with John and say it's one because we've got a retard in the White House. 
Oh, come on. Re retard. I don't know what... The yes, the people are trying to make that uh, up there as a taboo word, as the N-word, but... Oh, that's been that way for good, probably almost yeah, uh, five, ten years, but whatever. I don't care. I mean... I don't hold the political correct correctness handle... And, and as, yeah, my whole thing on that word real quick, as long as you're not using it towards actual handicapped people, fuck it. You say it about ha actual handicapped people and then, then we got a problem. Exactly. You leave those poor little waterheads alone. <laughs> I'm kidding. Please don't send, well, you know, fuck it. Go ahead and send the hate email. I don't care. The Steve Solution at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but to, now, you, know, the, you know, this entire war is, it has the potential that this very much could turn into World War Three, And if it does, this is going to be one of the few times that a major war is going to inevitably take place on American soil. That's what this idiot in the White House doesn't understand. Steve. If we get involved in this, we're going to fight on our soil. Stephen, let me ask you something else. Um, biblically, when we look at the book of Revelation, uh, where do you think we're at? I mean, I know yeah, you I, I, You I, believe in God, but you're not much of a churchgoer. I know that. Well, no, I don't think one has to be a churchgoer to obviously, you know, be a believer in Christianity and to follow the word of God. Uh, and I'd like to think that I do. I do not claim to be a religious, religious expert. But at the same time, I, I don't think we are quite there. Um, I do know a few over-religious people. Uh, I mean, I you know, do live in Arkansas, for Christ's sakes, and there's a church every uh, 35 feet. I believe that's a state law. There, you know, For every house, there has to be a church. I, I don't think we're there. No, but, uh, you know, a lot of people, too, they're like, oh, Jesus said to turn the other cheek and, wh and whatnot, too. But when it comes to things like uh, the Antichrist, the New World Order, and all that, I think, uh, I think God expects to see some, uh, some Davids and some Samsons. You know, he want, I think you, he, someone once told me a long time ago, God hates a coward. think that was me. I said, God hates a quitter, and you were asking me about drinking, but that could be a whole other conversation. <laughs> but, uh, you know, actually a point, uh, you know, as far as, you know, Christians, you know, stepping up, I do like to point to the fictional book series, the, the Left Behind series, which was a wonderfully written series of books that dealt with the aftermath of the rapture. Yes. Yeah. 
mostly from an American viewpoint and American citizens, but you know, actually the way it comes, I believe America would handle that uh, much like they did in the book. There will be a relatively small hold of decent Christians in a world of just non-believers and fucked up people that will follow their own people. Yeah. Well, Stephen, I hate to do it, but we got to wrap it up. You know, it's been a little while since you, you, you got a, you've got that. Uh, what is it, yo, bitch? You haven't given that number. Oh, right. I do need to find. You know, have you forgotten it? <laughs> I kind of have actually, but I have my phone in front of me. So give yes. me just a second. You're right, I am. <laughs> oh, there we go. That is one seven three two nine six two four eight two four or one seven three two yo bitch. <laughs> All right. Have a question, a comment, just want to be on the show and share your opinion. You can do so there and leave a voicemail message. And remember um, that anything you leave there can and probably will be played on the show. So choose your words carefully. Try to keep it PG. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this edition of Outlaw Radio. What's on tap for next week is yet to be determined, as always. Going to end the show with Casey Thornton Band and Homebrew. Thank you very much for tuning into Outlaw Radio, and we'll be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio. Out of all the whiskey sours and the blacked out hours, I forgot I spent with you. Ain't it nice to sit at home and be left alone with a little of our homebrew? We forgot about real life on that drunken Friday night. Fashion, passion running through. It was good to see another soul dancing honky tonk and rock and roll. With a different point of view I could call the old box hitter Play every jukebox song we know Looking back on the beginning How did we ever make it home? After all the whiskey sours And the blacked out hours I forgot I spent with you Ain't it nice to sit at home and be left alone with a little of our
podcast whatever you do you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel look no further than fresh baked tees t-shirts hoodies tank tops caps beanies koozies banners and even masks you can get them all custom made from fresh baked tees prices are reasonable and negotiable simply go to freshbakedtees.com submit your logo and place your order today Support Outlaw Radio and Friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Get Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including the new Eden Nutritional Support System. Check out We the People holsters, made in America by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their Second Amendment rights. Click on the We the People holsters banner in the Outlaw Radio store. Get the best 
night's sleep in the whole wide world and more with Mike Lindell's MyPillow, pillows and other products. Click on the MyPillow banner in the Outlaw Radio store, use promo code OUTLAW and save up to 66%. Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25-year shelf life. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live, entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Visit OutlawRadioABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. You've heard the phrase, America's most loved brands. And what exactly did our loyalty to some of those most loved brands get us? I'll tell you what, money and lots of it. For organizations and their ideologies that directly conflict with American core values and the American way of life. Enter Etruzu.com, a place for patriots to buy and sell. You can open your own online store for as little as $25 per month and grow your business as big as you want. Buy from patriots and sell to patriots. Everything from ordinary household items to absolutely anything that's available from companies that do not have our country's best interests at heart. With Etruzu.com, you know who you're buying from and you know who you're selling to. Let's make your brand one of America's most loved. Get started at Etruzu.com. E-T-R-U-Z-O-O.com. Etruzu, a place where patriots buy and sell. Mark your calendar and make plans now to experience Highway 30 Music Fest 2022, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. Take the whole family and enjoy good food and drink, country music, Americana music, rock, and red dirt. Artists performing include Colby Cooper, Lainey Wilson, Ellie Mae Mellencamp, Cliff Miller, Austin English, The Steel Woods, Shane Smith and the Saints, Sam Riggs, and more. Sponsors of Highway 30 Music Fest 2022 include Bud Light, Falls Brand Independent Meat Company, Snake River Pool and Spa, and 95.7 KEZJ, Southern Idaho's new country. Have a great time while helping organizations and families in need. Highway 30 Music Fest will take place rain or shine. That's Highway 30 Music Fest 2022, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. To order tickets and for more information, visit hwy30musicfest.com. Hi, it's the Big Voice Guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. 
visit our official website at OutlawRadioABS.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions.